daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hi, welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors. And as you know, we are all about funding women, and that's what my guest today is all about. I'm so happy to have to the show Melissa Connor of JBC Communications out of New York and LA. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. And you're coming to us straight from Connecticut today, right? Yes. Out in the boondocks. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I realize uh, you had mentioned you were actually born there and then just returned to Connecticut. Yeah. My family and I, we moved here about uh, 16 months ago. Um, so it's a homecoming for me. And the first time my husband's ever lived anywhere outside of New York City. So it's been wow. a fun transition. Yeah. There's an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's um, a very outdoorsy guy anyway. Like he fly fishes, he hikes, he camps. So it actually um, it is nice for him and not so much of a transition, but, but oh, still he's great. like a house. I've never had to do a lawn or understand yeah. what a furnace does. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think a lot of people after COVID are rethinking how they are living their lifestyle. And a lot mm -hmm. of city people are moving out to the burbs. So yeah, sounds like a great transition. Yeah, um, it's been great. Thank you. So I'd, I'd love to talk about how you got into PR because, you know, JBC Communications, uh, you and your partner, um, Jennifer Meyer, um, you guys are really revolutionizing uh, the PR industry with what you're doing for women that are looking to raise funding. And I know today we wanted to talk about, you know, how we can change the ecosystem of um the ecosystem for women getting funding from venture capital. Cause as we all know, we get less than 2%, but mm -hmm. I know you guys are vigilantes in trying to get funding from VCs for women through PR. So mm -hmm. let's talk about why you guys decided to make that your mission and, and really what you're doing, because I know you guys have raised over help, help to raise over $500 million for women in uh, getting venture capital uh, backing. And that is amazing. So let's talk about that. What, why was that your mission? Yeah, absolutely. You know, JBC is eight years old now. Jen and I have known each other for probably 13 or 14 years um, so it, we crossed paths in the agency many, a few years before we started JBC and we just realized eight years ago that there was this ecosystem and this shift happening with amazing fast growing startup brands entering the market. That's when the direct to consumer movement was starting the entrance, the barriers to entry were so much lower. And we said, these are the brands that are most exciting. They're innovating they're challenging the status quo. The incumbents are starting to get scared because they have to start, you know, innovating on their own business models. So that was kind of the first step. And we're like, and we can do PR for brands like that. I think their challenge was we couldn't find a brand or an agency, excuse me, that could 
be our consumer press partner and help us with consumer awareness, but also serve us as a business because they were all raising money. They all had to become thought leaders. They all needed to be attractive to investors. And there were very few agencies, if any, at that point who understood how does can I do both for these brands? And that's when we said, this, this is our, this is our opportunity. Um, we're excited about this. We're passionate about it. Um, and we know how to do this. So um, it'll, it allowed us really quickly to start signing really interesting brands early on. Um, but who, who are some of the brands that you've worked with? Yeah, so some of the brands we've worked with are, and, and their long-standing clients are Parachute, founded by Arielle Kay, um, one of the fastest growing home essentials brands. I mean, when we started with her, she had just launched and it was bedding only and now, uh, or sheets, you know, and now Yeah, I think I purchased those in, uh, when I was on a trip to Portland, Oregon. Good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. And now, yeah. you know, she is a well-established very successful home essentials brand that has stores across the country, a very wide um, assortment of products from soft home goods to bed frames and everything in between. And we knew early on that was a brand that was going to have longevity that was going to be changing, you know, her market. Um, so having the opportunity to work with her from, I mean, I don't, I think it's been six years at this point, um, has been phenomenal in seeing how she, her brand has evolved and PR and she'll argue PR has been one of the biggest drivers or growth tools that she's leveraged to make that all happen. Um, and we know that too, that's, that's literally our, our kind of thesis is if you do PR in a way that serves the consumer and serves the brand as a business in a really meaningful way, that is how you can grow and scale because you are attracting not only the consumer and continuously bringing them in and you're driving revenue and traffic, but you're also creating this level of thought leadership in your space where when you do go raise money, it's a lot easier <laughs> because the investors right. know who you are. They see all these great stories, whether it's in Forbes or Fast Company or, in, or even in your consumer press. We've heard it time and time again that says our slides and that show our press or the broadcast segments where I've shown up or the conferences and speaking engagements where I've shown up has definitely significantly impacted how, how easy or difficult it's been for me to raise money. Um, so, so in other words, you're saying, uh, let's say they're going to pitch a VC. If they can say, hey, I was recognized in Forbes or Fast Company or somewhere like that or on television, it's easier for them to come to the plate with a lot of credibility. Absolutely. I mean, especially for early stage founders, if you're coming in, A, it's easier to get a meeting, first of all, if, um, you know, you're, you're sending in your kind of prospectus to an investor and they Google you and they see all this press come up or they're like, oh, I just read about this young founder doing something interesting a week ago in some newsletter that I normally read, you know, that helps you even just get in the door. Um, but then it's certainly when you're sitting there presenting your, your business, the projections, what your vision is, and you can say, we've already had the credibility and the stamp of approval from media who are discerning. Um, it makes it a lot easier for an investor to then say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more confident about cutting a check for you. Um, so hundred percent, I mean, having some press to go in with really is helpful and has been, and it continues to be, even when you go on to do maybe that's your seed round, then you're doing your series A and a series B, you know, you having that continuous flow of press and building that um, presence of 
the founder and then also the brand just continues to build the confidence, you know? Right. And, and it's proof because uh, as a result of the PR that you've gotten for many clients, you guys have helped perpetuate over $500 million in VC funding. And that's not easy. And I know 70% of your clients are female founders, right? Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. I mean, you're literally doing this in a space that seems impossible. So maybe people should sit up and take note that tune into my show about getting funding, how important this PR piece is. I think it's a lot of things people uh, put on the back burner or don't really put a lot of emphasis on. And I think this is one of the key components to getting that funding. So mm -hmm. I'm really glad that we're talking about this and that you guys had recognized that. One of the ones I noticed on your roster was the Female Founders Fund. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what have you been doing with them? Yeah, so um, this is one of those examples of just a, a space that we we knew we, this is when we didn't know much about funding. This is early on, but we knew what Anu was doing, who was the founding partner um, with Female Founders Fund, was something we need to be involved with. So she is the first VC firm to invest solely in female entrepreneurs. And um, we, we literally just emailed her and said, we want to do PR with you. We, we want to help get the word out about what you're doing um, and show the success and the case studies around the brands that you've invested in and how great those brands are and how quickly they scale and reinforce the message that when women are at the helm of businesses, you can get fast and, and meaningful returns. Um, and that's her thesis as well. And that's why um, Female Founders Fund exists. So our job has been to amplify her thesis, get her out there talking about how important it is to invest in female-run businesses, um, and also get attention when she raises her funds. So every time she's raised another fund, we want to make sure people know that she has built this you know, um, kind of pile of wealth that she's then going to go and reinvest elsewhere into yeah. the next generation of brands. I mean, she's had some pretty incredible exits. Um, her brands do, her track record is amazing. So the more we can get that and amplify those stories and that success, the more other VCs are going to pay attention. And, and then they have since she's launched, they've dedicated complete divisions to only investing in female-run businesses or they've changed or made you know commitments to say we're going to give x amount of percentage of our funds we're always going to invest in, in women-run businesses so i think um that's been unbelievably fulfilling work to be able to help amplify her vision and mission and her successes because i think it, there's a trickle-down effect there you know the exciting thing is uh since people like her are trailblazers in this space we're seeing more and more female founded funds mm -hmm. uh, all around the world. Uh, every week I've been speaking to people in Tur like Turkey, UK, Nigeria, Mexico. Wow. There are women in these countries that are starting funds. So it's a very exciting space and time to be in that uh, groundbreaking uh, arena. Mm -hmm. And um I think that you guys are an important component of bringing light to the fact that all of these exist, because I do understand that being in this space, I'm aware of them, but a lot of people are not. And so it, it really is important that we get that PR and notoriety out there, visibility, so that people are aware of all of these funds that are popping up, because 
we definitely need to level that playing field. I was at a luncheon yesterday uh, talking about, you know, obviously we're more than 50% of the population women are mm-hmm. and getting 2% of venture capital is just so totally unacceptable. Well, so, and we also control most of the spending dollars absolutely. and the purchasing power. So it's, it's kind of this weird dynamic where we're not, you know, women are not being um, supported in the way this, that their power kind of deserves, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're impacting like eighty percent of the the buying decisions. Mm-hmm. So, the the incongruity of it all is so crazy, and uh, it just it doesn't make any sense. But I think the most important thing is having platforms like what we're doing here today, and what you're doing with your PR to get the word out there, and all these various platforms is to educate people on how underfunded women are and how they can be part of the solution. You know, every woman out there, I will always say, should be investing in another woman in some shape or form, Mm -hmm. whether it's going to a crowdfunding source like WeFunder, you know, or iFundWomen, or uh, also, you know, going to an angel investment group like Golden Seeds or uh, Portfolio or any of them out there to learn how to be an angel investor. Uh, so then they can even become a uh, partner, a limited partner Absolutely. in a venture capital firm. Uh, so there's so much opportunity. And the interesting thing is, I don't think women know how exciting a world this is. I, I'm sure you would agree, mm-hmm. it, right? I mean, I'm yeah, sure that's why you put your focus on this for your PR company. It, you, you're always learning about these incredible women with these amazing ideas that need funding that are going to help impact the planet in a positive way. And so if they don't get the funding, it's really going to affect the world adversely. Mm -hmm. And so I really love that you're focusing. And not every brand is needs to be the next billion dollar brand, you know, and not every, you know, if you are someone who's interested in investing or finding a way to get involved and help a female founder, push her mission forward. It doesn't have to be something that is going to take over the world because it's the, even the smaller brands have huge impacts. So for anyone who is interested, I don't want them to also be really um, intimidated by it because it could be intimidating. You could think on a smaller scale. You could think about who are the local small businesses that exist within my own community um, and how can I get involved in what they're doing? Because they're, if they're creating change in some way, I want to get involved. Um, and then obviously there's opportunities to scale way up into kind of the world we're in, where we're talking about brands that are closing in on billion dollar valuations that are trying to like change the, or tip the scale in a way that's going to change everything for the, you know, for the whole country or globally. So it doesn't have to always be so big, but it could be. Right. Right. And I get what you're saying. So you're saying if you're a small brand, you still need your PR. You still should be reaching out to a company like JBC Communications to help you get started and that it will help you to grow into a bigger entity um, and and that it's crucial in order to grow. Uh, What are some of the brands that you're working with now that you'd like us to, you know, kind of put on our radar? Oh my goodness. There's so many. Um, we work with so many great brands across beauty and wellness, uh, fashion, home and design, food and beverage. Um, 
and social impact. I mean, that's the beauty of being in media relations. We can work in any category. It's about storytelling. It's not about being an expert in one particular category. We have expert VPs who oversee those divisions um, and know those industries really well. But um, some of the brands that we're really, I mean, we're really excited and, and feel very confident and very passionate about everyone that we work with. Um, there's, you know, a few just to mention would be one is Tia. It's this unbelievable women's healthcare clinic that is trying to change the way women's health is even addressed. Um, something that's more holistic, that's less kind of body part by body part um, and, uh, and disconnected. It's about treating the whole woman because if you can address one area of her, of her healthcare needs, you likely can solve whatever other issues are happening elsewhere within her body or her mind. So um, they're really, they've created an amazing technology that can be integrated into big healthcare systems in addition to reimagining what the women's healthcare clinic experience is. And they have their own cl clinics one, um, in New York and California so far. So, um, so anyway, I, I kind of, I highly encourage anyone, any woman who's unhappy with her healthcare um, to go to Tia, it's asktia.com and kind of look into and see what it could be like. Um, right. Even if they don't have a physical space near you from a virtual perspective, they can just kind of change how you um, view the way you should be treated and, and taken care of from a medical perspective. So we really, I like that. Um, and it was um, asktia.com. So S-E-I-A. Yes. Dot-com. Yes. Mm -hmm. Great. Absolutely. So um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, I could go, I could probably talk for like two hours about the brands we work with, but um, but so yeah, I mean, let's say I'm a small brand and I have some sort of item that I want to be promoting. What's the first thing that happens? Would I do like a consultation with you? And then you would determine which uh, avenues are best for that particular product in order to promote our company. Yeah, I mean, brands come to us in a few different ways. Um, a, a lot of brands come to us from VCs. We have a lot of VC relationships and, um, you know, we, and we get a brief in advance on who they are and what they are and kind of, kind of tr figure out what's the right, if we're the right fit, first of all, but um, what the approach would be. But for smaller brands, what we instituted two years ago was office hours. Um, VCs also do this a lot, but we have, um, you can go on our website and simply write into office hours at jenniferbet.com and you get one-on-one -on -one time with one of our senior folks. It could be me or Jen, it could be one of our VPs. And, um, you know, we can kind of walk you through what does a PR process look like? Cause there are a lot of founders who have no idea what PR is mm -hmm. and when should they have it? When do they not need it? Or what's the approach? So that's a great opportunity to get a free hour of advice of Love that. how to approach it, you know, because there are times where your brand isn't ready for PR and you want to make sure that someone's going to be honest with you and not, so you don't start paying for something you're not ready for. You well, know, let me I mean? ask you this. Um, okay. So if I want to go to office hours, where did you say I find that? Just email us at officehours at jenniferbett.com. It's also right on our website. If you forget, if you forget the email address, go to our website and you can find it there too. And, and that's, that's JBC Jennifer. Communications. That's jenniferbett.com. Oh, jenniferbett.com. Yeah. Great. So we're okay. easy to find. We're easy to reach. <laughs> Great. I love that. Um, and if... Um, I wanted to get with the VC and I didn't know how, 
I know that you have some VCs send you people. Do you ever send any of your clients to a VC if you think that they're ready to get some venture capital? Yeah, most of our brands come to us after they've already raised. Maybe it's an angel round or a seed round. Um, but once our brands are with us, then they go back out for obviously larger rounds. And we are constantly kind of introducing them to different firms. Um, we have a really wide network of VC firms, but um, I'm certain, but we also have a lot of brands that come to us with no funding and they're bootstrapped. And when they are ready to start raising money, we kind of introduce them to some of the firms that would be the best fit for them based on what we know and where they want to be and, and what are the firms that we know like to invest in. So well, I think that's the biggest golden nugget. I think that's the biggest gold nugget today. Like who's not going to want to work with you, Melissa? I mean, they come to you, you help them get the PR to help them raise the money, and you can give them introductions to VCs, which is not an easy thing to accomplish. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, it, it was nothing we actually went out of our way to do was to build a VC network, but because of the work we do and the brands we work with, it's just become a natural thing where it's this symbiotic relationship. We, they send us on um, prospective business, we send them interesting founders and brands that they want to meet with. So it's become a really nice kind of flow of intel and information back and forth. Um, and and we really rely and value those relations, rely on and value those relationships very much. I love it. That that is awesome. What you guys are doing, it's not easy for women to break into that uh, arena. And so I love that you guys are a catalyst to that. Well, I really appreciate the work you're doing. Um, I hope people will follow you guys too on social media. You want to tell us what your handles are? Yes. Instagram is the best place to follow us. It's at jbetcom. That's J-B-E-T-T-C-O-M-M. Jbetcom. Yes. Okay, great. And you said Jennifer Bet uh, is the uh, website. Yes, it is. JenniferBett.com. Um, you can reach us, sign up for office hours, um, listen to, we also have a podcast. So oh, yes, you can I listen know. to Jen and I um, yeah. talk some more um, about Wait, tell everybody the name of your podcast. It's called The Partnership. Um, we interview partners in business, um, whether they're co-founders, their husbands and wives, sisters and brothers in business together. It's really fun and interesting. Um, but you know, you can also link right out to our podcast from our website too. Okay, great. Well, we will definitely be tuning into the partnership. Uh, you know, obviously I love podcasts and uh, that one sounds like a great one. Thank you, Melissa, so much for being on. I love the work you and Jennifer are doing and uh, we'll be looking for you also on Instagram. We hope everybody follows us on Instagram as well. Catherine Gray at Invest in Her and follow us at She Angels Invest. Make it a great week, everybody. Remember to invest in her. Be sure to invest in another woman this week, wherever and whenever you can. Make it a point so that we can help level this playing field. Thanks again, Melissa. Have a great day. Thank you. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.